This show has swears and adult themes. Maybe use headphones. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Housies. It's a weekly award show where we celebrate outstanding achievement in the Real Housewives reality television universe. My name is Evan F.P. And I'm Mel F.P. And this week is a double feature because we missed you last week. We had a lot of things on the go. But we did. We apologize. We were, we're bad content creators, but mm-hmm. we missed you. But you're getting a double feature, twice the content. Uh, probably packed into about as much time. Yeah. We know you're busy. you got things to do. So we're going to try and rattle through this. Um... We're going to be going over two episodes. One was season 12, episode 9. Yes. Last week. Uh, what was the name of that one, Mel? Drag Bingo Bombshell. Drag Bingo. I remember that. Okay. Yes. Now, it's been a week. We haven't talked about an episode this late after watching it. So mm-hmm. it's something to get used to. Yeah. And this week was, I think it was the season 12, episode 10. It and it was, was called... Loose Lips Sink Friendship. I can't imagine they haven't checked that name off already like that no, sounds like seems like such like, a ringer it's just the theme of the show though it's not like the name of an episode i don't even think i'm surprised they used it like it's just that's but they obviously they've gone 12 episodes and so they haven't gone with loose lip sync friendships they've until not now. no that seems i like actually don't like fruit. it i think it's a weird tongue twister that i don't like it's a little difficult for you to say not yeah. bad, bad mouth feel as they would yeah, say yeah i don't like it and like it's a show don't tell. We know how bad they all are at friendship. We don't need you to tell us that in the title of an episode. Yeah, you don't need to be you don't need to get a little lecture. No, with I don't this. need to be reminded of that. They're all okay. bad friends. Okay. So the way we're gonna do this, because uh, for the sake of uh, concision, uh, we're gonna basically group these two episodes and treat them as one big giant episode. Yeah. We're gonna recap them both. We're gonna go a little rapid fire, gonna be pretty fast and furious. Uh, and then we're going to basically treat the episode as one great big episode. Uh, so all of the words of the week, all of the you know, all of the, the the burns between all the episodes, all of those will be counted and considered when we decide who gets the award. Exactly. Sound good to you, Mel? That's perfect. Okay, good. I have been given the sacred duty of doing the recaps. You're good at it. Thank you. I'm going to keep it going. We start last week. Um, Megan and Kelly talk about their, what do I have written here? This is going to be an interesting exercise because Are I... Are you trying to read your own writing? Yeah, well, it, uh, if anyone, you know, they'll, I don't have the best handwriting. You uh, don't. Megan and Kelly get together and talk about their, I want to say hangouts? Hangouts? What did Megan and Kelly talk about at the beginning last week? What do you, what's the next word? That's literally it. Oh no, is that all you said? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forget what no. they Megan and Kelly get to talk get together, they talk about I feel like that's maybe the first time they kind of reconnected. They like talk about like the things that have gone on in their lives. Yeah, they basically rehash old drama, if I'm not mistaken. From there we jump to uh Peggy and her family pet landing for uh Gia's going to school. Gia gets into yeah. uh, a school that she's hoping for. Um Deco gets uh, pretty particular about how much money he wants them spending because I think they're going off to a school to see, uh, you know, what the the deal is. And well, um, they're going off out of town, yes. so I think Gia's going to like New York or something, something like that. And I don't think Deco that what we learned this episode is he doesn't want his daughters going away. Yeah, to school. Deco later on we learn has maybe got some some emotional empty nest feelings, a yeah. little bit concerned about his daughters. I feel like maybe it comes out in a less than healthy way here. He's. I mean, he's still got a son at home, doesn't he? That other one that they never show. Yeah, maybe he's like, he doesn't talk much. I no. forget his, his name. He's like that kid from Mad Men that we always used to make fun of. Bobby! Bobby. Is it yeah. Bobby? Yeah. They always <laughs> seemed to Bobby. hate Bobby. They would always yell at Bobby and like Bobby was like never anything good. Yeah. That's how I feel about like the son here, which I'm sure is he's a very nice kid, but they just never feature him. They always feature those two girls and they never, ever talk about this he, little boy. He did get in trouble for playing ball in the house. Very early on, though. right? He's Bobby. That. He's Bobby. He's yeah, Bobby. that's his his character's just there to get in trouble. Yeah. Um, jumping ahead, Kelly continues her war on, on organic fruit. I don't oh know if yeah, I was that. so happy. Kelly <laughs> went through her fridge and just like was so mad that everything was rotten. Mm-hmm. I think it's like. Maybe she's got a little bit of my food paranoia, but also I think she just she just hates she just hates fruits and vegetables. She's she not a fan. They, they they offend her. Four out of five cuts to her in her kitchen are her holding 
individual pieces of produce on either hand, waving them around <laughs> in the air, going, what the hell is this? What is this stupid yeah. shit? Huh? What Shirley, am I paying for? Shirley hates it. I feel like she spends more time waving fruit above her head back and forth than actually eating it. I don't think it's exclusively organic uh, fruits and veggies that she's... <laughs> Continuing her war against, though, I just think it's produce, period. Conceptually, you think she's not really a fan of it? I don't think she is. Mm, no. I see. Uh, she goes on to complain about Shannon recording her, uh, like recording her, her conversation. Yes. So she's sitting with Megan and talking about how, or like standing with Megan, I don't know, I think they're in a department store or something, mm. and they were saying, Kelly was saying that like she was with Shannon and she thought that she looked at Shan's phone and it was recording her. Something like which that, yeah. Shan, which Megan thought was strange, especially because if you've watched the show, it is a running theme. Shannon is not good with tech. Mm. I don't think she knows how to do that. Really? No. I mean, they make it pretty simple. All you have to do is like, Siri, record this. I don't think I don't think so. Like, I, I don't think she's... I really, you don't think I, she's got it in her? And listen, I think Shannon's a loose cannon at the best of times, yeah. but I really don't think that happened. Mm. I really don't think she recorded Kelly. I just don't. I think she's thirsty for drama, but she did not do that. I see. Well, fair. Um, Megan, I believe, or no, Kelly calls. So this is the same scene. And maybe this brings us back to what the first thing is a little about. Uh, Kelly calls Megan, or somehow they wound up on the phone together, and Kelly complains to Megan that Megan has somehow leaked to Shannon that uh, Kelly told Megan that she thought she was being recorded and Megan gets on it and Megan in a classy move as I can, it, 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 it aligns with what you've told us about her, that she's a classier lady she says, yeah, yeah, I did that. Sorry. Exactly. Megan doesn't lie about it and she doesn't try to make excuses. She went, mm. yeah, you're right. You know what? I'm sorry. I messed up. I wanted to tell Shannon, but I probably shouldn't have. I'm sorry. Mm. She just did the right thing. She was dressing baby Aspen. And then when she hung up the phone, Said something to the effect of like, I just don't really give a fuck, baby Aspen, because I love you. And yeah, I thought I, that was a great, that was a great attitude. Yes, very good. Because who cares about Kelly when you have baby Aspen? That's true. From there we go to Megan uh, and Vicky getting lunch. Oh um, yeah, that was weird. Talking about, talking about rumors. I feel like they have these weird pseudo conflicts where like they're chained to the table and they can't <laughs> leave. But in any other situation, a human being would just get up and walk away. But, but you're not being kind of, filmed. Yeah, you they're have shackled to hash there. it out. I just always wonder like, how the sweetest gig are the people who get to sit around it? Like, you think, yes. did you know the Real Housewives of Toronto were filming last summer? Um, they were supposed to be filming at the Gardner restaurant. And I was like, so ridiculously excited about it. We were going there for some malicious, a bunch of coworkers and I, and I got dressed thinking we might be on TV. I was so excited. What did you decide to wear thinking, thinking you I might be on TV? I wore like a, like a summer dress. And then I also brought my big hat. You, just brought, in you case. brought your big hat? That I was, did. Are you talking about the big black, big white brim yeah. hat that you own? That is the only time. I've, I've never seen you wear that hat. I don't know what the, the occasion is to wear a big hat, but I love that I own one. Evidently, it's when you're going to be on television. I guess. It but would we be weren't because they of. didn't come in, so I was disappointing. But my point is if you notice in that scene when Megan and uh, Vicky are sitting there at the restaurant, there's people around, and I just, I wish I were one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's. Do, I feel like it would be uncomfortable if plates fly and things. Yeah, but like I'm not involved in it. I don't care. It's no one I love. That doesn't make you've said on numerous occasions it makes you incredibly uncomfortable when to be it's around people. people. I, I don't when I'm in it. When I don't want to sit at the table and watch them do it. Right. But if I'm at an adjacent table with mm. you or someone I love that we can both be like, oh shit, mm. and just order another glass of alcohol <laughs> and then leave and have it have no effect on our lives. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Sure. That's fair. Uh, we got to rip through this because we got to. Sorry, sorry. Tamara and Shannon uh, have fun at the costume store. They do because they're going to get dressed up for drag bingo, which is like the greatest joy. That was actually a really cute scene, Tamara and Shannon. I thought they had some real kind of. It's just two friends in a costume store yeah, having that was a good exactly old time. It. Yeah. I thought they, you know, trying on wigs, doing some fun stuff. Yeah. It was one of the most endearing they've appeared to me before. That's fair. No. Uh, from there on, Shannon and Tamara have, uh, they just keep getting, you know, having fun, dressing up. Um, we get into maybe Lydia's, like, I don't know, I have a lot of feelings about this. Lydia, uh, we start talking about the drag party. Yeah. Um, they maybe start, spend a little time getting drag dressed. Drag bingo. The, sorry, drag bingo, yes. Um, Lydia cites her Christianity, her faith, as a reason for not being super comfortable for going to one of these drag parties, right? She's, yeah, which I think is... Okay, you know what, anyway. She says that's you know, she's not super comfortable with it. 
Um, Good on her for going. Yeah. I think, like, you know what? I mean, because it's probably, I, I'm sure part of her must recognize then that it's it's probably kind of a bit ignorant to be uncomfortable mm. and so to put her outside of her comfort zone to go yeah. I thought good listen because I, I, what I, yeah. a fun night and it'd be so sad to have to miss out on that just because you think religion tells you to yeah I mean anyone's allowed to be made uncomfortable by social situations yeah, that's I think. fair um, I like that she went yeah and she dressed good. up and I, I appreciated that about her mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we move on to a little bit of talking head from Vicky Ugh. um she decides to share with us that uh, she needs to have sex about four times a day, if you remember oh, that. I hate listening to Vicky talk. She's Every not, time she uh, comes on the screen, I sit there and I'm like, oh. Yeah, it Actually, was. There's never a scene where I, she's endeared herself to me. She's not the best season. to have in your ears at she's any given point in time. So uh, Okay, our dog's going to scratch on the hardwood floor as per normal, at least once per episode. Um, <laughs> the uh, ladies ride off to the party. They get all dressed up. Um, we got Shannon, I think, dressed up as Brett Michaels. Yes. Uh, who is the singer from popular rock and roll band of the 80s, Poison? Yes. If I'm not mistaken. Good work. Tamara does do some. Ela, hey, buddy. Okay. Thank you. Chill out. Um, Tamara has got something going on. I forget what it was. Tamara kind of goes for like a maybe uh, economically impoverished uh, white folks. Not a great look. She's got blacks out some teeth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She calls herself, she said on the show, I like to call myself white trash. Yeah. Oh, Tamara. Okay, sure. <laughs> Roll with it. Whatever. Uh, Kelly's got kind of like a street fighting George Michael thing going on. Ugh, she throws know. on a bit of a pompadour and she's got brass knuckles hanging off of a leather jacket. I mean, I guess, as you would if you're Kelly. Brass knuckles, by the way, illegal. Pretty sure. Don't think you're allowed to have those. I mean, I don't think they were real, though. How can we know? It's Kelly. That's true. Um, uh, and then Lydia was like Charlie Chaplin. Which I thought was adorable too, because she's like, she's like, she's already uncomfortable dressing in drag, and the drag she chose was Charlie Chaplin, and I was like, oh god, the drag what she a chose was pie. covered head to toe. Yeah, let's talk about how awkward Lydia looks. She looks like a, a little head shaped balloon you coming out of a no, giant. Suit. Not fair though. Good I'm not, for her. I'm not making fun of her. Yeah, good for her for getting out of her comfort zone and trying something new. Yeah. Unfortunately, it obviously didn't go well for her. Not through any you know, through no fault of the you know fun times being had at drag bingo just that she no, no, decided the, to go out with these the women, horrible women. The women ruined it, but we'll yeah. get there in a second. Um, Peggy and Deco uh, get dinner once again. They kind of have a nice, charming conversation Oh, yeah, at that place that doesn't dinner. look like a restaurant. Yeah, again, they kind of materialized it's into like one in of the little park or something. random places. They've sat down. They had a sweet little dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the drag bingo shit show. They all get together. Uh, Tamara decides to bring her psychic, who I thought was maybe... Oh, this guy, yeah. So he showed up last season or the season before, and he's the one who first said that Vicky's ex-boyfriend, Brooks, didn't have cancer. I see. And it was like a big, what? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I like that guy. He seems all right. He seems like a bit of a... He's fine. Pot stirrer. He totally is. He's certainly a, a caustic ingredient. But that's ingredient. just because of his psychic powers. It's not his fault. Yeah, okay. His well, psychic powers make him do it. I guess so. Uh, and then that ends that episode. Flipping ahead to the next episode, which we just no, watched. No, it doesn't. You glossed over the biggest drama of that entire episode. About? No, and then I said they say awful things to each other. Yeah, but God, it sets up this whole episode. You have to go quickly. Quickly. Okay, please, please. T- quickly, quickly. Everyone was getting along fine. Yes. Uh, Shannon got spanked because she said false Bingo. Oh, yeah, she False bingo's a, wrong, and a, we learned that well. A rap on the bum. But then Kelly and Megan got into it because uh, Kelly retaliated against Megan when Megan had said that months earlier, when Megan was pregnant with baby Aspen, Kelly had texted her saying that her husband, Jimmy, was having an affair on her. Kelly then whips out her phone and says that Megan started this thing by saying, I heard you have a boyfriend to Kelly. To which Kelly laughed and replied and then said, I hear your husband's cheating on you. I agree with Megan. This is not the same thing. Mm. It's important that we have this conversation because it bleeds into this episode that we saw tonight. I see. It's also important to note that Kelly says one of the most horrible things I think I've ever heard on this show. Yeah. She gets up and she says to Megan, you're thirsty, girl. You should be at home taking care of your baby instead of out right now. And that, I think, is the bitchiest, lowest blow She's already, like, hormonal, new mom, 
what the hell is the matter with you? It probably took Megan so much effort to get out of the house and leave the baby. From what I understand of new mothers, it can be a challenge to do that. Yeah. There's a lot of guilt, a lot of emotions, a lot of physical stuff that's going on with you because you're pumping. As we saw Megan pumping in the back of Drag Queen Bingo. Like, for her to say that, as a mom, I thought was shit. It wasn't... It's it's a different kind of... Con- like, it's, I can't imagine... I wouldn't want to watch a show that was just made up of that. That was truly horrible. That was was, like a a very, it was a bad thing. It wasn't fun to watch. It felt bad to watch. See, and that's the thing is normally they have these stupid fights, but that I thought was a horrible thing to say that if someone said to me, I don't think I'd forgive them. No. That's like an unforgivable. Anyway, that's that episode. Tonight's episode, Evan. We move on to loose lip sync relationships. Thank you, Mel. Uh, We start off, um, Vicky doesn't know what a roast is. Oh, I thought God. that was the funniest thing. She's trying to come up with... It's Vicky's birthday. She's calling, trying to come up with uh, things to do for her birthday party. She calls up... Um, I think it's her one and only friend in the world. No, she it's her daughter. She calls up Brianna. Yeah. And um, she <laughs> is saying, I thought we would have a roast. I thought it'd be fun. Everyone would dress black and white. Brianna rightfully goes... What the hell are you thinking? That's the dumbest thing you could possibly do. You're too emotional, too sensitive. Yeah. Do you know what a roast is? And she said, I just thought people would tell me, you know, I, you know, I, I keep too many pillows. And she goes, no, that's not what a roast is. <laughs> people shit on you. But, you know, it's one of those moments, again, where Vicky just wants a bunch of love, adoration, and praise from people and thinks that's totally normal. Yeah. And, like... Why shouldn't I be entitled to that? I just hate Vicky. A oh number of episodes, I said, you know, I don't see the problem with Vicky. And you Finally, do you me, see it? I am starting to see the uh, light. I can see that she's... I told uh, you, I promised you before this season was done, you would understand how horrible she is. I mean, I don't think she is the sinister, mustache-curling villain that Kelly Dodd is. No, Kelly is Kelly's cutting and hurtful, but Vicky is so annoying and I guess that's awful it. and just, just I can't I just I cringe when she talks. She's a bone because, spur of a human being. Well, yes. because it's almost like if you watch that back, like if I said any of the things Vicky has said on this show, I would watch it and for years after cringe. It'd be like those moments where you're on the subway and you remember the thing that you said and you go, Ugh. Yeah. That's her whole life to me. I don't have any of those. Everything I say is perfect, oh, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, no, I get you. Yeah, she's a, she's she's a real pill. She is a pill. She's a bit of a pill. Ugh. Um, Kelly uh, shops at uh, Peggy's daughter's store. Oh, yeah, um, that was nice. Yeah, it goes poking around, you know, supporting local business again. It's one of those little uh, cottage industries, those boutiques you can swing in and just drop a, a cool six hundred bucks on a. Tasteful charm. What do you think? No, thousands of it. Sorry, my mistake. Six, I missed a zero. Six hundred. Lydia and Megan go for a run in the mountains. There's always this scene. Is this is a common? I don't this know is a where staple? they. Yeah, this and Beverly Hills. There's always a hike at some point in the season. I see where they go up these trails. Well, this one ended in tears as Lydia yes. and Megan start talking about. Uh, Megan's confrontation with Kelly at Drag Queen Bingo. Yeah, uh, Lydia goes so Lydia goes so far as I feel like Lydia is like a, a the perennial moderate. She's always got a she's called herself the friendship whisperer yes. and the something. She's always got to put herself in the middle because she wants to be the glue that that brings these things together. Megan gets has gotten out of the house. She's trying to live a fair and balanced life and not just being a hundred yeah. percent mother all the time. Uh, also going through some hormonal stuff, as he rightly pointed out, and that just basically is reduced to tears by the fact that you know she decided to, I imagine, get together and go out on a, on a run, go try and be a human being for a little bit. Yeah, and uh, you know she feels a little isolated, a little attacked. Yeah, well, Lydia sided with Kelly in that argument. Yeah. In fairness, I don't think, and this is where Megan's misunderstanding and probably where she felt the worst was, I think she took Lydia to mean that Lydia was supporting Kelly's assertion that Megan should be at home with her baby, right? Like that awful, horrible thing. No, I don't think she thinks that. I think that she was, I think the thought for Megan of being compared to Kelly's low blows, because Lydia's argument was that, well, Megan, you had said first... Um, that Kelly was cheating on her husband. So then Kelly turned it back on you and said, well, he's cheating on you. Lydia seems to think that's the same. It's not. I agree with Megan. The two allegations are completely separate, especially given what Megan had going on in her life and the way that it was said. Kelly fired back something malicious. Megan simply asked. Right. Like, it's anyway, it's a completely different thing. But 
Megan was upset that Lydia said they were the same. Right. And I could see from Megan, who's like the rational queen of Aspen mm-hmm. and cute babies, mm-hmm. that to be compared to Kelly Dodd would be incredibly insulting. Yeah. No, that that, that would feel awful. I can't imagine. Yes. Uh, they go back down the mountain crying. Um, from there, Vicky calls Tamara and talks about it with um, Shannon. No, so Sorry, Vicky calls Tamara to see if they want to go for coffee I to see. like start to build a bridge. Sorry, them. sorry, sorry. Yes, you're right. It's um, weird. Yes, Shannon and Tamara. And what I actually found to be a pretty charming scene. Tamara is making cheesecake for yeah. Eddie's birthday. It's yeah. Eddie's birthday. She's in the kitchen. She's cooking up something with the, the mixer. Yeah. She gets a call on her phone, slides to answer, and it's Vicky. Yeah. And in this very kind of awkward, ham-fisted way, Vicky says, I want to talk to you because I wanted to be the one to take the first step because she said something really kind. She said, I don't like seeing you and not being able to talk to you or, you know, being in the same space. Well, they were really good friends. Like, you've not seen the previous seasons, but they've had their ups and downs, but overall they're like best friends. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it is strange to see them so strange. But Vicky's generally awful, so I yeah, get it. I see. Anyway, they have a little cute moment where you know, she, Tamara tells Vicky that you know she's making a cake. Vicky says you can't make a cake; you don't know how. It's just this kind of like genuine, like the ribbing the way friends would rib, right? Yeah, the only but then way later they, Shannon takes that as like a dig. Nah, that well, Vicky Shannon says. does. Out of context, I can completely understand, but I think this is a situation where context is relevant. Where agreed, I think Vicky people. was just gently ribbing, and I think Tamara was receiving it properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah. my girlfriends and I talk like that to each other all the time. Yes, so. yeah, and so Shannon, yeah, I get. Um, Peggy and Deepko go to mail uh, what is, I think, a late tuition payment for their daughter, <laughs> who informs them that oh, yeah, I think a tuition deadline might have passed. Uh, you need to go and mail this. Um, they just have a cute little car ride over to the mailbox. Tico struggles with exactly how a mailbox works. <laughs> um, Peggy takes piss out of him a fair bit. They have uh, a cute relationship. They do. They continue to have a cute little relationship. Yeah. Um, Megan's mom Megan comes hangs over out to with her see mom. Baby. Megan hangs uh, out with her mom for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, dragging a Megan bone. Says a couple nice things. She says, "Oh, you know, it's kind of new cool and exciting see, ways to interrupt um, our recording process." How my mom. <laughs> raised me like from a distance right because she sees her own mom picking up baby aspen holding her cradling her and megan kind of gets to say oh you know this was like my mom did that for me right like that's kind of a unique experience to be able to see from there we go to shannon who is hanging out with and i forget her husband's name is that david david they're hanging out she's hanging out with david Ila. are you cutting all of this out Shannon gets together with her husband, David, to talk a little bit just about uh, it's her birthday as well. They're kind of splitting uh, birthdays responsibility or like, you know, birthday party friend share, I guess. Um, And her kids make her a cake Mm -hmm. uh, and kind of has a bit of a sad talk with David. Yeah, Um, that was a sad couch conversation. Very sad talk. Shannon talks about how she doesn't feel, you know, there was a vow renewal a year ago between David and Shannon. Yes. um, Following what I think was an affair. No, no, the affair was before the renewal. So they, David had an affair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Their marriage was hanging by a thread. They went to couples counseling. They tried to rebuild and they were successful. And then they had a vow renewal to like cap it all off. I see. David surprised her with that last year. Right. It was very nice. But then, since then... It's gone downhill again. And things haven't been great. Yes. And as she points out, it feels like it did before the affair, which must be, like, the scariest place to be in. Yeah, that sounds awful. So sad. Um, Shannon, I think, has a conversation with him, and, I, I, you know, I think he makes an effort to try and, you know, waylay her feelings or making, you know, try and make her feel a little more I at mean, ease. kind of. He's kind he of... He doesn't exactly fly out of the gate... But uh, Shannon, it's a, Shannon is in need of something a little more supportive at that point, and it and ends kind up of being, robotic. Yes, like if that if he was looking at me like that, saying "No, I'm here," I'd be mm. like, mm. "Yeah," and it, it's not quite the the scaffolding, the emotional scaffolding she needs to to be supported. And so she, I think, gets down on a bit of a a pretty dark place for a little while. Though. Yeah, she's pretty down, and which is like the second, you know, kind of a bummer. Like I'm I'm sympathetic. I'm sorry that that happens. I don't know if it makes for great television 
I mean, I think it's important, though, to see the ups and downs of their relationships. That's part of the show, but... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, They uh, sit down and have a family dinner. Yes. Uh, Her kids have made her a cake. She enjoys that. Um, From there, we kind of jump over to Eddie's birthday. Tamara's out with Megan. Uh, and I can't remember, did Peggy? No, I don't think Peggy makes it to that one. It's no, Megan, no, Megan's no, no. mom. Uh, Shannon. And some, Shannon. Yes, yes, that whole crew. David, yeah. Uh, Eddie, her husband. Of course, yes, his birthday. And they go to this incredible restaurant. I want to go there so badly. So the premises, they sit down, they start you off with maybe what's, you know, not totally unique to them. You've seen it some other places. You order some of these super fancy cocktails, super fancy liquid uh, nitrogen cocktails. Ooh, yeah, I, I don't know what you call them. Um, that is what you call them. Oh, but isn't there like a fancy word, like a like a gastronomy nano mix? Yeah, that's it. I think I got it there. I think you. I think that's it. Um, and they they come out on these platters. There's uh, something called like a Buddhalicious, which has got like yeah. a Buddha statue and a gong on it, mm-hmm. and it's all the steam coming off of it. Um, anyway, it all looks delicious. It, it did. all looks fantastic. Uh, things are coming out in toasters. They've got popcorn shrimp coming out in actual popcorn makers. Yeah, how cool is that, eh? And like little strudels coming out in toasters. Uh, that looked like a good time. Um, they all hang out there for a little bit. Tamara shares the fact that Vicky has given her a call. Yeah. Shannon there first uh, shows that she's maybe a little bit suspect, doesn't necessarily trust her. Of course not. Um, and then we finally arrive at Vicky's great, big, loud, very modest birthday party. Oh, my God. Where it's all about her for one day. One day. Oh, it's to my be about God. Her. It's always about her. Um, from there, we Ugh. just see all the terrible things that uh, go on from there. <laughs> I think, like, most of the awards are going to have to go to that birthday party. Well, like, to set of the scene of it, it's in her backyard. Mm-hmm. Everyone was instructed to wear black and white, but she's in red. And she has a giant white chair for her. Kelly, by the way, shows up with a red blazer on. Uh, yeah, I know. I don't know if you know. That could, Kelly. Couldn't, couldn't abide Couldn't it. stop her. <laughs> Vicky has nothing to say about it. Pretty pretty mum about the whole thing. Ugh. I just can't. Ugh. I, ugh. Anyway, whatever. And, and from there we, uh, from there uh, we, we wrap up, I we think. We wrap right? up. So I think it's award time. I guess so. Okay. Lot to cover. Um, yeah. This is an award show. We hand out uh, fictional hardware to the ladies or uh, gentlemen or people around them uh, who uh, are deserving of it, but we like to bookend things with opportunities to learn something. We start with something called a word of the week. This is maybe a phrase or topic we're unfamiliar with, and we'd like to take a second to grow as human beings and actually educate ourselves about something. Mel, did you have any suggestions? And once again, we are drawing from both episodes, so there will be one word of the week for... Mm -hmm. These past two weeks, mm-hmm. both of these episodes. Mel, what did you have? I mean, I didn't learn anything, but okay. All I right. thought that Vicky could stand to learn something by learning what a roast is. Yeah, a roast. What's, I thought that was that was tell, disappointing. What's a roast, Mel? What do you understand a roast to be? I understand a roast to be, and this is what I'm getting from Comedy Central, which is the only roast that I've seen. Okay. And it's basically for your birthday, anniversary, some kind of landmark event in your life, you get up in front of your friends, loved ones, family, and there is a panel of people who all kind of... Not... They, they like, make fun of you. They stand up and they make fun of you. And it can get pretty cutting. It can get pretty real. But that's what you're signing up for. Yeah. The fun part, too, is at the end, you get to rip everyone back. Yeah. So it kind of goes both. There's an MC, um, but it's not necessarily like lighthearted fun. I think what it reminded me of when Vicky wanted to do this was when Michael on The Office also wanted to yeah, have a roast. That's a very similar. And he also didn't know what it meant. Yeah. And so he also got upset when people ripped on him. Yeah. Which is exactly what was supposed to happen. Couldn't it reminded it. me very much of Michael Scott in that moment. So I would like to nominate roast as the word of the week. That's and a, what do you have? That's a pretty good roast. Oh. I had roast down there. Hey, it was a yeah. good category. Um, yeah, I mean, when I think of roast, I think of like, I, it's, I think it's kind of maybe like a classic old world Hollywood kind of thing. Like, yeah, the roast of Bob Hope. Uh, I think, yeah, yeah, the roast of, um, who am I thinking of? Uh, oh, God, there's so many. Who does the voice for the Sleepy Hollow cartoon that we love so much? Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Did they do a roast of Bing Crosby? I feel what like, sort of roast? 
I, th- I, right. th- I think I feel like they were, all those ones back then were just all about how drunk they were all the time. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, we had a roast of Justin Bieber. I think that yeah. was kind of like it's kind of this hail mary PR move where you get up in front of people and take your licks and show that you know show that you've got a sense of humor about all your shit. Exactly. Yeah, totally. But Vicky has no sense of humor about her shit, <laughs> which which is the pivotal and you know most important part of a roast is actually being able to laugh at yourself. She literally wears a shirt that says "Stay humble." Mm. I mean, like. I don't know if you're going to get that. Come on. Um, Just looking over my notes from last week, the only other candidate I have for this category. Yeah. Someone at some point called themselves or someone else a shit stirrer, which is a... uh, A combination Charming little combination of... and shit disturber? Correct. Huh. Charming. Uh, Well, they're just wrong. Was that Kelly? She often gets things wrong. Probably. That sounds about right. Yeah. I think roast is probably... Oh, uh, Vicky kept perpetually asking people to whoop it up. Oh... That's her thing. This is really, this is really bugging at you. Anytime that's, I mention Vicky this thing. week, that's her thing. That's her. That's that a Vicky. Is, that is her thing. That's a Vicky Grumble likes, Bug original. Yeah, she whoops it up and then she goes woohoo. Mm. That's that's the thing that she has consistently done. That's her catchphrase every rate. season of the show. That's her brand. I I hate. I have always hated it. I think it's cringeworthy to hear. This adult woman saying "whoop it up." I, yeah. It's very upsetting to me. Okay, well, just to steer us away from that into maybe a happy place, Thank let's you. make the word of the week roast this week. Yay! Roast kids. It's a good thing you can do if you got the spine for it. Yeah, um, but he does not. No, unfortunately not. From there, we move on to the actual awards, the yes. celebratory parts. Um, we start off with an award for the most regrettable remark. This is the thing that, looking back uh, a couple years from now, or maybe just a week from now, any one of these characters is going to say, mm, maybe shouldn't have said that. Um, what did you have, Mel? All of mine are Vicky. All of them are Vicky. It's like not even surprising. You just, I've, you've got a, a real chip on your shoulder for Mrs. Grundelson today. I cannot stand I Grundelson? I, I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> Grund- Grunderbug. I like Grundelson. Grundelson. My runner-up is from last week's episode. Uh, Vicky is talking about her very normal boyfriend, Steve, who I can't imagine will last. He's He's a bit of a mystery, eh? I don't get it. What do you think it's Steve? Once again, just to remind you, uh, retired homicide detective. Yeah. 30 years, uh, you know, LAPD or Orange County or something like that. Super normal and nice. Super normal and nice. Also, did investigate murders for a long time so that's got to chip away at somewhere I mean, like i feel I like guess. he's just I, I have to imagine he's just a man adrift on the raft of sanity trying to like and but vicky was just what he her? came to it's any port in a storm i don't know i'm oh, trying to God. rationalize it i really no. like the guy <laughs> I, don't, I don't know she'll do something in some point anyway so she's talking about steve who also seems rather conservative so her like Ness, yeah. I feel is awful with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, Ugh, physically, Steve satisfies me. Mm. And I just thought that was gross. Yeah. Um, but really, the most regrettable remark um, was a couple of times at her birthday party this week's episode where she's in her red dress. Yeah. Um, she enters. By wanting everyone to look at her. She throws her arms in the air and does a come on motion with her hands. Yeah. And then when no one looks at her, she starts singing to herself, happy birthday. And no one joins <laughs> in. She just starts singing happy birthday to herself to get people to look at her. Um, and then later proceeds to make a speech about how much Steve loves her. How about, I think she's how much she loves Steve. But it didn't start that way. No. It started by saying, this man loves me more than anything in the world. Did she start that yes! way? Yes. <laughs> and she's standing in front of her big white chair that is all hers as the birthday girl. And I just thought the entire thing was so regrettable and cringeworthy. And can, I, I just nominate that. Can I do that for my that. birthday? Can I start out? I'm going to invite oh my all God. my friends and say, listen. <laughs> this woman loves this me. This woman loves me. I mean, clearly, what's not to love? <laughs> she does say she loves him, too, but it starts with her talking about how he loves her. Yeah. It's so weird. <laughs> and it's just, It's clear oh. I'm not a villain because this very nice man wants to be with me. Oh and we God. fuck four times a day. Oh. I'm so, Vicky Grunderbug. <laughs> <laughs> so Vicky's... 
birthday party speeches and singing mm-hmm. is my most regrettable remark. I, th- I think we Vicky, give- I can laugh at. Let's give, Vicky Vicky. Vicky. Is- Let's give it to Vicky. Let's give it to Vicky singing to herself at her birthday and then talking about how much Steve loves her. Vicky, you're the lightning rod of our criticism. Good God. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Oh, no, no. What was that? I did have one. Sorry. What? Wait, 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 a brief rewind. Oh, okay. Vicky's getting prepared. Oh, it was Vicky again. Good. It is still Vicky to keep the, the focus in the right place. Why Vicky's not? getting prepared for her uh, birthday. Her birthday party? Um, she is uh, talking about... I think she she gets uh, a gift from her um, son-in-law, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's her son-in-law, Ryan. He's in the army, so you don't see him much. I see. But she gets a gift from him. He offers to take them shooting to teach them how to use guns. Yes, I don't know why. Uh, I can't remember if it's in reference to this or in something else. But she says, you know, it's just, I don't know how to shoot a gun. It's embedded in me. Oh, and God. she, I'm sure no, she that's meant not, to. No, that's different. You're mixing up memories. Oh, what am so I remembering? So she's talking Pro- about how um, she, it's like her crazy family and right? how everything's always crazy. And that's why she I has see. such like a rambunctious life. It's inbred in it's her. It's inbred in her. Which is, I'm going to guess, moron. a combination of embedded, breaded, like a chicken finger, and inbred, <laughs> which none of which I, one of them I'm sure she was shooting for, but... Uh, I think really she missed. was shooting for embedded, yeah, and but, it just sucks. Well, it's not what she got, so... It's not. Uh, anyway, uh, not enough to topple, yes, her very unfortunate no. red-dressed entrance, so let's give it to yeah, that. Yeah, that has to go to that. Vicky, congratulations, you've made our skin crawl off our bones yet again. Way to go. Uh, from there, we move on to the freshest fashion. Yeah. This is maybe a little more of a, a light note, where we actually like to say, oh, Wow, this person really brought it yeah. well put together. Uh, celebrate a, a, a nice looking outfit. Who do you have, Mel? Well, I always have Baby Aspen, whose fr- mm. whose fashion is just so fresh. Yeah. She's got her little bow, her onesie, and her little gold baby shoes, right. which I thought was amazing. She's she really bringing look, it. They, yeah, she's always she looks fresh as hell. Yes. Um, Brianna's super short black button up man kinda, dress. That was nice. She kinda, looked fantastic. That was kind of classy but salacious oh, at the same yeah. time. Those, right? those like shirt dresses yeah. that are long sleeved, I think they're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Brianna's was all black with like these gold buttons and it was rather short and she just looked fantastic. Very pretty. I like like mom out and I'm so happy for her. Yeah, she yeah. looked great. She was my solid runner up mm-hmm. but honestly no one comes even close to last week's sure. Roxy Wood. She was the leader of Drag Queen Bingo. I she see. was the hostess and yeah. she looked fine. Yeah, that's that uh she real was tight in like sparkle that, like, silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silvery dress, big hair. Roxy I mean, Wood brought it. Can you imagine being to like the the housewives are coming, so you know, it's gonna be a bit of a thing. Oh, the housewives, really? They think they're gonna upstage me in my yeah, house. That, eh? <laughs> Roxy Wood was like, I don't think so, thank you. And she looked fantastic. So I don't see you can dare to challenge me, but no one's going to be I don't hurt. think I'm going to challenge you. I think I'm going to give honorable mention to oh, a couple people fair. that that's deserve fair. it. Okay. Uh, Lydia and Megan up in the mountains in the active wear. Oh, their active wear was very active nice. Active wear. Yes. Um, I don't know. I just think active wear is hilarious. It is. Um, but I have a ton of it too, eh? It, well, I don't see much of it. You're not... Uh, I think I like just wear it normally. <laughs> do you? <laughs> yeah, I I'm that person. I don't... the active wear person around the... Like on the weekends. Are you? I just don't want to wear normal clothes. Well, it is comfy. It's so comfy. And so he kind of really walks the line between comfort and... Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Deco again had stars on his collar. He had little car stuck collar stars. Oh, yeah, he's always looking ago. fresh. I just like to dot collars out. They look yeah, nice. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Lydia's, uh, I, I guess what was supposed to be Charlie Chaplin, but ended up looking a lot more like, kind of like a, a very dapper prince to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I can But see a that. very dapper and very worried prince. She looked uncomfortable perpetually, and so she was just like, oh, it made <laughs> me laugh. Um, yeah, no, I can't, uh, I can't take it away from the, uh, Bringo drag queen hostess. Um, congratulations. Nice. Uh, what was her name again? I'm sorry, I forgot. Roxy Wood. Roxy Wood. I'm sorry. Roxy Wood. Congratulations. Uh, well done. Inarguable. Fresh as fast. You stole it from the housewives themselves, which is hard to do. Yeah. Congratulations. Stole it from Baby Aspen, which is hard to do. You stole it out from a baby's hands. Baby Aspen's always looking good. She's gotten enough awards. She's she's okay. She will win more. We go on to Best Burn. Yes. This is the uh, most scathing remark that anyone makes uh, in uh, the the course of the show. Two shows in this case. Um, Mel, what do you have? Okay. Well, I have one from this week and one from last week. I'll give honorable mention to this week. It's uh, when... 
Uh, Tamara calls Shannon to say that Vicky called her to go for coffee. Right. And Shannon just quips, ugh, what's victim calling about? Oh, and I, I thought love it was this. so cool. I thought it was funny. <laughs> go, Shannon. Yeah. Give her, a little, give her a little joke. But one of the best burn, I thought, was last week. Okay. When Vicky was talking to Steve Vicky? in the kitchen. Okay. She, they were like, I don't know, it was dinner time or something like that. And Vicky was rambling and rambling and rambling. And at one point... She had said to him, um, she had like said, let's get married or something like no, that. Something no. in relation to we should get married. No, they, they clink glasses and, you know, it's, you know, I, feel, I love you so much. It's great. You know, yeah. clink glasses. Will you marry me? And then drinks that was it, that was very it. quickly. Right? And then Steve goes, huh? <laughs> and it was just like a, yes, Steve, don't do it. And I just thought that was a great burn because like yeah. you heard her. They had the opportunity you, to make like totally a real, how they, they could have made that their engagement story, but, uh, could have, but didn't Steve opted not to. Yeah. I thought it was funny and I loved how it was just, yeah, he That's totally good. heard her. That was a good burn. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I've got a couple candidate. I just liked how Peggy made fun of Deco for not knowing how to use a mailbox. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> he's pretty never mailed funny. anything in his life. <laughs> there's like three mailboxes there. They had no and, idea what to do. Yeah, I yeah. think that's funny. Um, <laughs> the uh, so last week they're in the costume store. Yeah. Um, Tamara and Shannon are shopping around, having a good little time. Uh, Tamara gets a call. I think it's either from Kelly or Vicky or something like that. One of their enemies, one of the people they don't like. They hang up. Uh, at this point, Tamara's starting to get into character, putting on her kind of white trash persona <laughs> that she takes such pride in. Yeah. And she just goes, she can suck my balls. <laughs> yeah, that's a very Tamara thing to very, say, too. Uh, you know, yeah. out and on the sleeve, uh, nice little Tamara remark. Yeah. Uh, but I have to give it to, uh, you know me. My category, my criteria for this okay. award is always the, the the coup de grace, the graceful burn. Okay. Um, after the uh, out-and-out throwdown last week at the end of Drag Queen Bingo, where Kelly uh, crosses a line yeah. and drags Megan for uh, not being at home with her baby. Yeah. As Megan is trying to, you know, live a balanced life. Yeah. Um, Shannon goes, you know, takes a crack at her, says that's over the line. Everyone else kind of just says, Kelly, you're... You know, you're you're blackballed on this. This is bullshit. Right. This is un, un, indefensible, and it's not even fun. Um, Megan goes to the bathroom, very upset, gets chained out of her costume, um, goes to uh, leave in the foyer. Lydia is there. Kelly is there. Kelly is, I think, feeling kind of bad about what she said and realized maybe in her heart of hearts that she is maybe, uh, you know, shit the bed on this one. Um, Megan looks Kelly dead in the eye. Kelly can't make eye contact and Megan says, bye Kelly. Puts a hand over on her hand and says, be good, okay? <laughs> and and Kelly won't say anything, won't look at her and Megan walks out. And uh-huh. I just thought that was the, the the high road from which Megan could step down on Kelly's dumb head. Yep. Yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> it felt okay. good. It was, I'll give it to Megan. I good, always okay. like to give things to Megan, yeah, so I'll give it to Megan. Okay, Megan, like congratulations. That. Yeah. Kept it classy. That was good. Megan never really loses her shit in a vicious way, and I think that's... No, Megan's uh, lovely. Yeah. Megan is lovely. I, I see what you're saying. When Thank you. Relative to all these other people, and in her own way, she's... Yeah. You know, she's yeah, great. go get a cocktail with Megan. Uh, from there, we go on to the Wallflower Award. That is the award for the best background character, best tertiary yeah. character, the supporting role, uh, the unsung heroes of the yeah. show who don't show up on the opening credits. Uh, who do you have? I mean, I really... I wrote last week to this week i didn't really have anyone okay but this week i just wrote steve why is he here what? And I, steve why are you here and i i stand by what i wrote a week ago yeah why 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 well i mean why is like he there I said, he is i think he's a man who has seen the dark side of the world and but Vicky's not the light side. No, but I mean, she's, she's not that. I think he's certainly, you don't be a homicide detective. He recognizes, he's got perspective. Steve is a man mm. of perspective. He recognizes that this uh, wealthy woman who runs an insurance business and lives in this big giant house <laughs> in Orange County yeah. is, you know what? Probably there's worse things in the world for oh, him. Oh, I don't know about that. And maybe, maybe it's a predictable kind of crazy for him. Maybe she's so two-dimensional that he can just... You know, he but can coast on this. He can drift. I am. Um, you never really you, know, right? Like, but that that guy could just have some real psychic then, baggage. Like, okay, like I am a loud person. Yeah. I acknowledge and accept that about myself. Sure. 
She is a loud person. If、mm. I think she's loud, yeah, she's loud. Like that's too loud. Maybe that's okay. Maybe、is、that doesn't、it? bug Steve. Steve is just、How? because Steve、deaf? is haunted, haunted by、Poor、the homicide、Steve. beat of Western California. Poor Steve. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Now I want to write a series of mystery novels. That's what I said as soon as I met him. <laughs> I, I want、totally、to see Steve's show. Steve show. I w- Steve, watch it. Steve for True Detective season four. How about、yeah. that? Can you imagine that? <laughs> totally. I like Steve. I just don't get why he's there. So he's my wallflower. Yeah.、Um, no, I get that.、Uh, I.、Uh, I think that makes sense.、Uh, I gave honorable mention to Donna, the costume store owner. Oh, yeah, she was, she was very was helpful,、good. showing、she、them around,、uh, picking out all the wigs, all the various、uh, accoutrements. Yeah.、Uh, I have written down here the guy sitting next to Kelly, because I think there was a guy sitting next to Kelly in the、uh, drag、uh, bingo. In the drag bingo, who was just really didn't want to be there, was making every effort to turn、oh, his shoulder、God. to the camera. And not be involved while Kelly just went off on her tirade. Yeah. It seems cost. A lot of the flashbacks support this. Anytime costumes get put on, bad things happen. It's costumes, like it gives them license. Dinner parties, traveling. They shouldn't do these things. No. We, no. As they said, they should just sit in a bomb shelter. But yeah, no, it's, it's,、uh, it, it was obviously making him very, very uncomfortable. Yes. Okay. Um, Then the only other ones I had were Sophie, Stella, and Adeline, who were Shannon's、uh, daughters as they were、yes. trying to make their cake. They just seemed、Aww. so teen chill to me. Yeah. They're just like. They're cute, eh? They're good little girls. Yeah. I, get, I, I, I just mean, they've、they're、all got this kind of like. They're in a cute little band together. They're in a band? Yeah. Oh, that's、it's、awesome. It's so cute.、Oh, they、man. showed them last season. It's so cute. That's so cool. I know. And they're cute. They're good. They just seem chill. Shannon tried Everyone... to teach them how to rock. Oh, wow.、Well, It was an unfortunate I mean, scene. If you're going to learn from anyone. Ugh. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean I, I'm a sucker for Steve anytime I want to give any award Steve. to Steve. I'd support it entirely. Steve, congratulations. You're this week's and last week's Wallflower.、Uh, yeah. Hang in there, buddy. I know, you got, I know you got some stories behind those eyes. Yeah. If you want to share them, you give me a, give me a call. Oh, my God, Steve, please be a guest on、I'd, our show. I could write your biography. Oh, I love that. That'd be fun. Maybe he's just writing a book right now. Maybe. He's got other things on his mind. Maybe. Could be.、Uh, we move on to most avoidable conflict. This、uh. is the fight that absolutely did not need to happen. The whole show.、Um, yeah, but it did.、Uh, Mel, where do you have? What do you have? Okay, so I have two, and I don't know which one I prefer. Okay. So, I mean, last week, obviously, Kelly fighting with Megan. Yeah. That was so avoidable and did not need to happen. And oh my God. Like, just shut up, Kelly. Yeah. But I think for me, this week, I wanted to nominate、um, having Gretchen back on the show. So, who you, are these women? So, you that don't have... know. So, we go to Vicky's birthday party that's re- really Vicky centric, as、yes. she does. And、um, Gretchen Rossi, for those of you <laughs> watching, yes, I know her last What name. What a handle. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm not laughing.、Oh. You know her handle, Gretchen Rossi. I could have、yeah. called it from a mile away. It's、yeah. maybe going to be a bit of a, bit of a, a, a problematic socialite. She is problematic.、Um, she was on the show for years and years, along with her fiance, who she's been engaged to for years and years, named Slade. Slade. Slade has、Gretchen、had some troubles. Slade. Yeah. Slade has had some troubles and also was engaged to another housewife on the show who is no longer there anymore. What's Slade's deal? Oh, he's got so many deals. That's a, he, Slade is a whole show unto himself. Jeez. But Gretchen hasn't been on in a while. And、okay. so as soon as she walked into Vicky's party with Lizzie, who was on a couple seasons ago, who was just no drama, so they booted her off. I actually was fine with Lizzie.、Okay. She's just kind of an ex beauty pageant girl who. She was fine, but she wasn't enough drama to keep around. All right.、Um, but Gretchen. Is like the biggest shit stirrer to borrow from Kelly from last week、yeah. of the whole show. Really? She's like a Kelly without the biting tongue. She's still pretty. She's kind of a dumb Kelly. She's sharp. <laughs> yeah, she's. Oh, she's so dumb. She's sharp.、Yeah. Like, she's mean. Yeah. But Kelly's like mean. Yeah. So Gretchen's like that. If, like, it's just anyway. She'll throw so, grenades into a room. Yeah. So, like, watching Gretchen go into Vicky's, I was like, this is, this is bad somehow.、Yeah. Her being there is bad. Don't、yeah. bring her back. Yeah. So I nominate that. That's fair. Um,. Megan's mountain cry probably could have been avoided by just being nicer to、uh, a pregnant woman or a recently. I agree.、Uh, that seemed kind of unfortunate for poor、I、Megan. I think Lydia didn't have to, like. There are 
not even white lies, just, you know, things just you don't, don't have to just say. Just say right? sorry. Like, she, Lydia just kind of kept going and yeah, didn't like just that. just gloss over it. I'm looking back at my notes for last week, and I have written all of it for most avoidable conflict. <laughs> um, not necessarily, maybe not the right category for this, but I thought it was totally appropriate. Vicky, in getting ready uh, for her party again, she's in the dressing room. Uh, some of the fellows walk in. Uh, her daughter, um, her daughter's husband, Steve, is in there. They're talking about the shooting lessons they're getting at. Yeah. And Steve casually remarks, and again, this is just blowing my mind with Steve, but I also kind of think it's kind of not great. Steve just casually mentions, I've been wearing, you know, Vicky says, I, I'm not oh, comfortable yeah. with guns. Steve goes, I've been carrying a gun for the last 30 years of my life. And she goes, when we're out on a date, so you had a gun on you? He's like, yeah. That's fucking creepy. <laughs> I mean, it's the states, though. Evan. That's I don't know. Creepy. Isn't that like normal? No, we don't live there. I don't know. I don't think it is. That's, That's what I thought it that was. Scares me to think about that. I know, that. but they're allowed. And you know what? Like we've said, Steve has seen some shit. I Maybe guess, he yeah. packs because he thinks he needs to. He's got. We a don't dark know past. Steve's life until we get to see his show, Evan. I guess we don't know why. All of this is really just pointing to the fact that in my hearts of hearts, I just want Steve's show. Oh yeah. We should really write to Bravo and be like, Steve needs his show. Yeah, geez, Steve the We need cut. to learn about Steve. Or just buy his, his life's rights. Like, let the guy go and give him, like, have his retirement. But, uh, you know, just buy his life's rights and get someone to play. Who would play Steve in Steve oh. in Steve Seasoned or True Detective? Who would we get you know, to play No, I think Steve? it's just a show called Steve. It's just called Steve. Steve. Yeah. But it's got to have like some pretty serious typography and like background music. Well, yeah. And, like, dun, Steve dun, dun, like rolls Steve. onto the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like a super kind of artsy typewriter font that yeah. comes on in. Yeah. Who yeah. would play Steve? Because he's got this, he's so zen. Well, now that we've seen Ozark, I kind of feel like it'd be Jason Bateman. No, Jason Bateman's got two. He's too put upon. He's got those brows that are like, oh, so problem. Like, yeah, I, want, I guess Steve has a kinder face. Yeah, he kind of want like a, like I don't a, know. Like a less goofy Dak Shepard. Okay. 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 Well, think about this. What about like a zend out Tom Hardy? No, Tom Hardy's way too intense for Steve. Yeah, but he's always kind of like, he's... He Steve looks like he could do bows. Like, he could sit there and put bows on a Christmas gift, but also, like, shoot a man okay. if he it's needs like, to. Do bows. What did yeah. you mean by do bows? I was like, like, he could, like, sit there and tie a bow. Well, see, I'll show you. I thought you meant do bow. By saying do bows, I thought you meant he could kill criminals with a with a bow and arrow. Well, I'm sure he can, too. He That's can do the both. thing, is he's he can do both. <laughs> okay. He can totally do both. Um... Yeah, so I don't know. Who do you want to give it to here? Uh, I think Steve, because I love Steve. Okay, Steve. Yeah, tell people when you're carrying a gun. Hey, folks. Hey, folks. If you're going to carry a gun, tell people. I don't care yeah. where you live. That's just a common courtesy. Steve. Uh, from there, we go to the most rational award. Yeah. That is the person or persons who acted most like a human being. Yeah. Um. I didn't have anything for this week. I didn't see anyone <laughs> braving particularly rationally. Okay. Um, I thought it was all kind of um, rough. Okay. What I did have um, was Peggy. Okay, yeah, I know this. This is bringing me back. Peggy in her conversation with Deco is sitting down there at that nice, charming dinner. Yeah. Peggy, um, you know, talks about how Deco is uncomfortable with um, his daughter going away to school and i think peggy has the clear-headedness to remark um that everyone needs to learn how to fail uh and that's uh part of growing up yeah is what she that says. was good eh? right she knows that like that i can't imagine not being a parent myself um i can't imagine how hard that must be for how much hard that must have been for our parents how hard yeah. that is for any parent watching yeah. the kids go off and to have the presence of mind and uh selflessness to Know that I think is a irrational. I think that's fair. Um, That might be better suited for the weekly wisdom. Come to think of it, because I think I had it for my weekly wisdom, but I have another one for weekly wisdom that I like better. That was my runner up. I have one for most rational, and that is just the absolute fight or flight instinct that Lydia had during the drag queen bingo debacle, (laughs) where she just ghosts. She is just Charlie Chaplin gets up and in true Charlie Chaplin fashion says nothing (laughs) and waddles away and just. I'm leaving now. Yep. That seems like a very <laughs> rational reaction to what was going on. That's made fair. all the more hilarious by the eyeliner beard that was on her. <laughs> That's fair. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do, who do you have? Well, I had actually Megan from this week I when see. she left Lydia on the mountain. Okay. Because she didn't like what Lydia was saying. She was crying. And I thought Megan, 
even though she was very hormonal, she was so rational in explaining why. She was like, listen, I'm still breastfeeding, like I'm still breastfeeding, I'm not sleeping, and I came out here to have a nice walk with you. I left my baby, and this is upsetting me, and I need to go home. Yeah. And I was like, good for you. Showing like, great emotional through, awareness. Absolutely. Like, through all of those hormones and emotions that she's experiencing, she was still present enough to be able to say, I need to leave. I can tell this is not working for me. Like, yeah. I just liked that. I, I thought that was good. I can agree with that entirely. I think you're absolutely... It's probably the best use of the category criteria, right? Yeah. To be feeling so many things. Yeah. And then rightfully just, so. And then say, you know what? I need to pull the ripcord on this. Yeah, because one of the other housewives would have said things they'll totally regret or not regret because it's them. Um, lashed out irrationally or started a fight. But instead, Megan just decided to remove herself. Yeah. Before she sunk low, and I loved that. Do you think that's going to like eat up her chances of coming back next season? No, I people feel like, like Megan. Is I, they? They're. I guess Megan's kind of the the hero and the, well, the saving grace. Well, some people actually want to oust her because she isn't enough drama. I don't know though. She's she's starting some shit though too, right? I guess like, I hate that that would happen to someone that is so likable for for just being a nice person. I know. I, I know. know. Anyway, so... I'll give it to her. I think that's very rational. thanks. Megan, congratulations. Well done. Yep. Now uh, let's flip it right around and go to the loose cannon. Ah, uh, I see. What is the loose cannon category, Mel? The loose cannon is the exact opposite of the most rational. It's the person that can be counted upon to bring the drama at any given time. I don't think there's much of a discussion to be had here. Oh, I... I think we might have a discussion. Do you? Who do you have? Well, I mean, we're looking at a two-week spread here. And yeah, over the course of those two weeks, I don't think there's any arguing that the devil herself, Kelly Dodd, was pouring gasoline on the fire most Absolutely. effectively the way a loose cannon should. Sure. And you know what? I, I think mine is very appropriate then because mm. I said it's Kelly and Kelly's mom. Kelly, Kelly's mom. Do you what remember did you when they were talking in the kitchen about Kelly was getting upset while having her war against the produce? Yes. Kelly was talking about how Megan called Shannon to tell Shannon about the whole recording debacle. Right. And Kelly's mom, while Kelly is spouting irrational nonsense while hating on vegetables. <laughs> She's, it's a lot How much to evil do can I do at one time? <laughs> she just, Kelly's mom, though, is like leaning into it. I was like, yeah, you know what? You should call her. You should call Megan. And what did I say to you? What did I say Megan would do? And I was like, Kelly's mom, damn it. Shouldn't you know better? And I just thought together, what an awful pair. The Dodds. The Dodds. The Lady Dodds. <laughs> the Ladies Dodd. <laughs> <laughs> Scourge of the Orange County social environment. The ladies dod rule with an iron iPhone, sowing strife and debacle where'er they go. Yeah, no, I buy that. The ladies dod can have it. I don't think there's any problem with that. Um, I had Tamara's psychic just because he's kind of like a bit of a grenade. How do you oh, introduce a psychic him. into that conversation? Like the whole the whole formula. You don't. Last time, just. Just as just as quickly as he came, he exited. Just like last time, yeah, he, he, he just, was just there one day at lunch. He just floats. Just uh, you're never gonna forgive each other. He's yeah, gone. That's right? what happened like, last time. Just, uh, Brooks doesn't have cancer. He was gone. It was amazing. What a, yeah. what a I love card. when he comes on. If it was a writer, what a card to have up your sleeve. Just the ability to. Just that guy. Okay, psychic appears. Tell the truth. <laughs> done and done. Yeah. Um. But no, no arguing with the ladies' dot as being the, the absolute uh, loose cannons. We got two. We got two weeks. We got two loose cannons. We can hang out. There you go. Yeah. So that does it for the awards. This brings us to the uh, closing section of our podcast. It's mm-hmm. called the weekly wisdom. It's our opportunity to learn something. Mm-hmm. These we ladies have uh, lived some lives. They have some pearls of wisdom to share with us. They do. Um, something to chew on until we come back next week. Mel, what did you have? Well, I had the one from Peggy, which I can appreciate. But honestly, for me, there is none of these women provided me with wisdom this week. They're not particularly wisdomous. No. No. Um, So my weekly wisdom comes to us from the all-time amazing Roxy Wood. I see. Okay. Who taught us no false bingos ever. No false bingos ever. And... For those of you listening who don't know us, my family is huge on bingo, particularly Christmas bingo. That is true. So I live by these rules 
You don't call a false bingo. It's terrible. And Roxy's punishment is smacking you on the ass with like a paddle or something, which I think is an appropriate punishment for I don't, false bingo. I don't know if I'd be comfortable with that at your family Maybe bingo. like not at family Christmas. No. But like at drag queen bingo, I'm here for it. So I nominate no false bingos No false ever. bingos. Ever. 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 There's never a reason to have a false bingo. I think that's a good thing to live by. You can't really celebrate things that aren't real. That's uh, that's not a good way. That's not a way to live a life. It's not. I'll live with that. Um, Mel, thanks very much for doing this with me, as always. Thanks, Evan. Um, Wait, do you not have a weekly wisdom? I, you know what? Uh, I Megan said something. She said the days are slow, but the years are fast in talking about her uh, Aww, Megan. growing up. As a, you know, I... What yeah, a sweetie the, pie. She's had a lot of... She's... She's, We've she's given really her exactly. Due. She's kind of held up her end of the bargain here, so I didn't yeah. want to. I like no false bingos, no false celebrations. Roxy Wood. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm all for that. Um, thank you, dear listener, for sticking around with us. But again, apologies. Uh, we've been late one week, and we've been uh, missed one this week. Uh, just know that we got a couple things going on that are uh, taking priority, but we appreciate you sticking with us. Yes, thank you. Uh, if you want to swing on by iTunes, leave a, a rate, a review, helps us in the charts. We got a Facebook page. We're at the Housies on Twitter, all that fun stuff. Um, but I think we're just going to wrap it up there, and we will talk to you next time. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.